0: This is a Colored Pencil Podcast, session number 46. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a Colored Pencil Podcast, where we discuss in detail all things in and around colored pencils and the colored pencil artist. And now, your hosts, Lisa Clow and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick, and I recognize those electronic impulses. That must be Lisa Clow of Lockery Fine Art. Never better. Hey, (laughs) Lisa. Never better. You're trying to get
1: me to not say it, but it didn't work. I'll say it anyway, even if it doesn't fit.
0: (laughs) This is a show about the art of colored pencils, where we discuss tips, techniques, shortcuts, and all the nitty gritty of this medium that we love so much. So what are we talking about today, Lisa?
1: We are talking about standing versus sitting in different positions that are healthy for your back and neck while you're working in colored pencil.
0: Yeah, now you may be thinking, why are they talking about that? How is that even related <laughs> to colored pencil? Well that's it goes along with you as the artist and what you're doing when you're at your drawing desk or your easel. So I wanna I don't normally do this, but I, I wanna share a little personal story here real quick.
1: Okay, now this is history that I find interesting. I'm, I'm not, not gonna, going I'm, to get tea right now.
0: I, I'm not going to talk about taking the taxidermy course as a kid. Oh. I'm going to talk about something more related. So that was the best can, story ever. Yeah, yeah. So keep your jealousy to a minimum. All right. So one day in 2009, I need some dramatic music right here. Um, oh, I was sitting, Yeah. There you go. I was sitting at my desk though, and um, doing my work at my day job. And all of a sudden, I noticed that my um, several fingers and in my right hand were going numb. I started noticing that it wasn't wasn't going away, and then I noticed I just kind of ignored it, let it go for a um, few mm, weeks maybe. Then it started to travel up my elbow and started having like severe pain in my shoulder, and so I thought, hmm, I guess this is real. So I started feeling this this pain and, and more of this numbing uh, more than anything. And I thought it was coming like maybe from my shoulder or something like that. Well, it turns out I went to an orthopedic specialist and then later on with a second opinion, I went to a neurologist and it was confirmed that I had a bulging disc uh, in my neck and within the C4 through C6 area. I also had a lot of issues right in there. I had a congenital narrowing of the spine. It was a severe case. Uh, In fact, they told me, you know, I wasn't even 40 years old and they told me that my narrowing in their, uh, the spine was like the condition of someone in their 80s is what they said. So anyway, they recommended surgery. They talked about, um, you know, doing disc uh, displacement um, and that there would still be some pain. And then so I found out also through some of those tests, I had an EMG done and that I've got severe, some arthritis, I, should, I shouldn't say severe, I'm not sure if that was severe, carpal tunnel and different different little goodies here and there. I took some pain medicine for a little while and I kind of weaned myself off of that. <laughs> I did physical therapy and I just tried to pay more attention to uh, what the ergonomicist uh, was saying about how to sit properly, about good posture and all that stuff. And uh, through some uh, home exercises and things like that, you know, I I pretty much alleviated most of that pain. I still have pain. I will always have pain in my neck. Um, sometimes it's extremely severe and it's really severe whenever I am uh, sitting and maybe doing something um, that, you know, causes like tension and stuff like that. Um, I said all that though to say that I didn't really think too much about injury or anything like that, even though my occupation uh, was a, it was a, it was a hazard to my health, and I didn't think about it until it really uh, really affected me. I just want to share a couple of stats here, and these are pretty well known. You can look them up online and, and find them all over the internet. But uh, sitting just six hours or more per day makes you 40% more likely to die within 15 years than someone who sits less than three hours per day. Sitting contributes to obesity. I think that we probably can, can figure that out uh, logically. Um, obese people sit 2.5 hours or more a day. Uh, sitting jobs correlate to cardiovascular disease. People with sitting jobs have about twice the rate of cardiovascular disease than people with standing jobs. Oh, uh, Just one more. I think those are astounding, though. Don't don't you, Lisa? Yeah. I, I was kind of surprised. I mean, just you can reduce your life expectancy uh, by doing totally something gonna like My mom is going
1: to outlive
0: me. Does she stand all the time?
1: Yeah, because of her back. I'll talk oh, more about gotcha. our situation later, but yeah.
0: So one more. Um, the negative effects of sitting... They found are immediate. I mean, this is based on on science. This has been tested. Uh, I think one of the big studies uh, was tested on two hundred and twenty thousand people. So within a twenty four hour period of this activity, sitting, not only is it something that will affect you detrimentally long term, but it's something that is uh, immediate. So the electric, as soon as you're sitting, the electrical activity. In the leg muscles shut off. The calorie burning drops to one calorie per minute. The enzymes that help break down fat uh, drops to around 90%. Good cholesterol drops to 20%. And insulin effectiveness drops to around 24%. In light of that, it kind of gets my attention. And, you know, the New York Times, I remember, ran an article several years ago, though. and, And I think the title of it was something like, Is Your Desk Job Killing You? So people with desk jobs, I mean, the one that really opened my eyes is, you know, you might live three to 15 years less than someone who is standing more. So anyway, I have a stand-up desk now at work. Um, I can, it's adjustable. I can stand up or sit down. So I try to do that. But you know what, Lisa, the thing I think is interesting is I've got a little timer, you know, on my desktop. It tells me, gives me a little reminder to stand up the thing they could not have anticipated is as soon as that dinger goes off and I, you know, I stand up, I get a little snack, you know, like Pavlov's <laughs> dog or something. <laughs> I get a cookie and I get to eat that. So kind of defeats the purpose a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> so as artists, though, I, I would venture to say probably as drawing artists, draw, a drawing artist probably is sitting more than they're standing. Wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, and I think it's even worse for us because so many of us like to draw flat on a table where we're kind of hunched yeah. over the piece. Right. And some people will do okay with that. For me, I won't go into all the details of my health stuff, but I've got ankylosis spondylitis. So basically, my spine is constantly trying to fuse itself together, and then I've got arthritis and a lot of pain because of all of this. Like, it all it, – it sucks. Mm. and. I, my mom has this as well. It runs in the family. Um, normally, it, it's men who get it, but with us, it's all the women in my family get it. Hmm. But she uses a stand-up desk, and it has made yeah. such a difference for her. But with me, I I stopped with colored pencil. I backed off of it for a while. Two reasons. One, Prismacolor. Two was that it was hurting my back to work down where I was looking down. And so I ended up having to get a, um, in addition to getting better pencils, I got a, like my little jabs in there, I got a-
0: (laughs) I'm cracking up.
1: I got a, um, a table easel to work on. Oh, my Mm -hmm. gosh, the difference in my back and shoulders was huge. I mean, I still have to sit when I work just because with the fibromyalgia on top of all my other health stuff, I'm really tired. I always feel very weak. So standing all the time doesn't work for me. But at least here, I I sit on a Pilates ball in order to help kind of – that helps my lower back. I can't sit on a normal chair at all anymore. But it also means I'm constantly moving. I'm Mm -hmm. constantly flexing muscles and – you know, balancing on this yeah. ball because I'll sit Indian style on top of the ball. So I'm really right. happy to balance. But, yeah, that made a big difference for me. But the difference in how you're sitting, the, I mean, it's pretty yeah. intense.
0: Oh, Yeah. I got a an adjustable drafting desk uh, here at the house so that I can angle that uh, to See, where I, I need it.
1: Into those, but I was having a hard time finding ones that would go up to all the way or all the way up to 90 degrees. And that's pretty much how I have to work. So now I just work on my easel. Mm-hmm. I put my I used to work on a tabletop, but now I found I may as well just draw at my easel. And there are times yeah. I still wish, you know, I'd be more comfortable drawing flat, but I've had to train myself to work upright. And the funny thing is, when you're working upright like that, it feels very awkward at first even painting I I had always preferred painting flat and I noticed when I was teaching the other day I had to paint something for somebody I was showing them how to do something and I had to sit down and put the the canvas up on my lap so it was up at a 90 degree angle because I no that's longer so comfortably paint flat. I've so right. gotten used to the other way. So even if it feels uncomfortable at first, you will get used to using better posture or sitting yeah. in a way that is going to be better or standing if that's what you choose to do. But the way that you sit or stand really will make a big difference long term on your health.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, another thing that I did as artists, we're on social media and we're communicating online. But I got a vertical mouse, and that has made a big difference with my wrist and pain in my wrist. I use a keyboard a lot, though, anyway. Uh, try not to use the mouse if, if I can. But, uh, but the vertical mouse made a, a huge difference. But, yeah, uh, that was a good point, Lisa. I mean, you can start out, you know, slow. You can angle your desk or, or your easel however you want it and just time yourself and, and go in smaller increments at first because you are if you're used to just sitting all the time then you're going to have to build up uh, those core muscles to be able to support yourself uh, for longer, sustained periods. Whenever you're standing, in light of these facts, that this is very, very bad for you. Um, it it's something that I think is important. Now I have seen people that uh, work at workstations with a treadmill under them. Not so sure I would ever That's that
1: success do that. My mom but, was just talking about wanting to do that because again, with with our back standing is the best. Walking makes mm-hmm. a big difference because it'll work when. We end up with the pinched nerves, it'll work it out. Mm -hmm. But she's been talking about wanting to do that. I'm like, I think that's, that's beyond what I'd be able to. Now, while we're talking about some of these health things, another one that I want to throw in is your eyes. I ran into a problem early on when I work, I like to have my face right up against my project. And I obsessively work for hours. And so my face, Was right there while I was painting or drawing and my eye the prescription in my eyes more than doubled in less than a year that kind of freaked my doctor out I had to wear hard contact lenses and it was a big old
0: thing so. What did he say? Was I had the same thing happen? I don't know. Well, what the
1: doctor? They sent me to a specialist you with, because they okay. kind of freaked out about it. They're like, okay, yeah. we can't handle this. You have to go to a specialist now. This is not normal, too. So, I so about this. they sent me to the specialist, and the specialist told me when she she was trying to figure out what my daily life was like. I'm like, I'm a, I don't under. I don't read a lot. I'm not. You know, I paint a lot, and she's like, well, when you paint, how close are you to the easel? And I told her, and she said, what was happening is I'm not flexing my eyes enough. She said, start looking as I'm painting. Mm-hmm. Start looking across the room. Like every few yeah. minutes, look up yeah. across the room. Flex your eyes. It does something to the muscles. And because I was up close for hours, so close to my work, I mean, even if I'm only a foot okay, away from the sense. work, it's still too close. And so I wasn't flexing my muscles or I don't know the science. Yeah, a good – no,
0: you're exactly right. A good but, ergonomicist will also recommend that. Yeah, uh, and now say, I
1: work so. – um, I, I used to print my stuff out, whatever my reference material was, right. and I don't do that anymore. I work from my monitor just because – the results are better. But because the monitor is not right up on my face, I'm constantly having to look across the room, look over mm-hmm. at the big monitor. but So I'm looking over there and then back at my face whatever I'm working on, then back right. at the monitor, back at my piece constantly. Oh, and my eyes really rarely change anymore. I mean, I right. rarely have to go up very far on my prescription. That is another thing,
0: though, that'll freak you out is starting to see uh, double vision like that a little bit. I'm glad you brought that one up because that is all related, I think, uh-huh. to uh, the ergonomics of how we sit, uh, how we work. I started seeing double just a little bit as well, but mine was due to some other anomaly in my in my eye, and they recommended a hard contact lens. So the weird thing is, maybe others in our audience uh, experience something like this too. My mind has learned to block that out. <laughs> it it only gets worse, and some people's gets really you know gets really really bad. But mine's only in one eye right now, but it usually goes to both eyes, and it gets worse and worse. I can't remember what the the medical term is, but. My mind has learned to block it out and I don't even I don't see that vision. I can make myself huh. see it sometimes. It's kind of weird. Anyway, Yeah, I didn't get to that point, it's just that my vision
1: had gotten a lot worse. I just went for a a regular checkup. The only reason I went less, it was only, I want to say it was about nine months. My prescription more than doubled in nine months because our insurance changed and that's why I went. I needed new contacts and so that's why I had gone early. But yeah, it was pretty severe and ever since they told me that and I started making a point, just look across the room. Even sometimes I'll just leave the TV on so I'm having to look up at it, look across the room. Mm -hmm. I won't usually have the volume on because I listen to music so I'll have both Mm -hmm. going but just something to flex my eyes to look across yeah. the room and it A made long, all the difference it solved yeah. the problem completely and that was probably about 20 years ago
0: oh wow so yeah that's good you got that advice uh, that that early on yeah then. very um,
1: good looking, so i'm lucky that it happened so early on because right. all these years i've known keep looking across the room don't keep your face right up on your art non-stop like that
0: yeah, they say looking out a window is really good. You, yes. If you're looking at a, a, a short distance and look at a long distance, exactly. Uh, but other good tips are get up and walk. Um, if you're not able to stand, um, you just change your positions. You know, sitting with your legs crossed and things like that, or sitting on your leg or on your foot or things like that, are not good for you physically. It's better to sit in this very soldier-like kind of posture, which none of us can really do that. But moving around is always um, uh, preferred than sitting in a, st- sitting or standing in a rigid manner. Mm-hmm. Just movement um, is That's usually That's where these exercise balls
1: are great to use oh, yeah. as chairs. And not the ones that are made as chairs, so they're more stable. That is defeating the purpose. Yeah, this right. is a ball that is rolling around constantly. So I'm working my abs constantly. I'm working my legs. My back is constantly readjusting. And it's kind of hard to slouch on
0: this thing. So the other thing about that is that I wanted to mention real quick is there's another concern. When you're looking at a drawing and it's on a desk or on a table and it's flat, then the things that are that you're viewing from the position of your head and where your eyes are, from that position down to your paper, the things that are closer to you are going to be perceived differently than things that are further away. So let me try to explain that a little bit more <laughs> with words. This is hard to. Feel like words. I can
1: sum this so, up in like less than 10 words.
0: Okay, go for it.
1: The perspective is off.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's it. I was going to use End fifty. Of story. <laughs> Yeah, so when you're looking out further up the paper, if it's in a portrait view and you're looking f- further away uh, at the top of your paper, in other words, yeah, your perspective um, is, is going to be uh, skewed quite a bit.
1: Same uh, thing as if you take a photo. I see people do this all yeah. the time with their artwork when they post them online, and they'll take a photo where it's angled like that. Notice yes, how, per- how yes. skewed that is when you look at the right. photo. It's the same thing when you're working.
0: Yeah, it is, yeah.
1: Especially if it's large.
0: Mhm yeah it's magnified even more that that problem is even greater when uh, when it's a larger piece that's that's one i mean it can, it can happen to you without without you even uh, really realizing it All right Lisa i want to talk about our good friends at audible you know if you had a bookstore that you could walk into and browse around and and look at the books. um, That would be an awesome thing to even do online, wouldn't it? And I think you can do that with Audible because you can listen to sample audio of a book that you're interested in. Which
1: is so important because some of those narrators are terrible and ruin the story.
0: Yeah, and I I think that's really cool. I mean, it's such a great bookstore. There's so many different genres to choose from, and they've got over 180,000 titles in there. So you're sure to find something that you would just love.
1: Yeah, uh, me and Audible are good friends this month. I had to actually buy some extra credits because too many new books came out that I wanted to listen to.
0: The other nice thing about it is, though, if you do cancel your subscription, you're only canceling that monthly credit that you're getting, and you can still purchase things through the store, and yes. it doesn't cancel your account. You're yeah. just and canceling yeah, your subscription. Because
1: cance- I've canceled several times when I'm like, okay, I've got too many credits now, and I cancel all the yeah. time, and I still have access to all my books all the time. Not a problem.
0: Right. So we've got a special deal for our listeners. They can go to audibletrial.com podcast they can sign up absolutely free, get that free book, and they won't be charged for the first 30 days. Okay, anything else, Lisa?
1: Nope, I think we're good.
0: All right. Well, as always, the show notes will be over there at sharpenedartist.com under the podcast folder. And if you would like to continue the discussion, you can head on over to Facebook and post your question there under the color Pencil Podcast Group. And thank you very much for uh, many of you who have left us reviews. This was from CP Artist 2, and they say, What a great podcast. I always look forward to Monday so I can listen to the latest podcast. Full of interesting insights. Every week there's something new to learn about. Thanks for taking the time to make this great show.
1: That's awesome.
0: Thank you very much for joining us again today, and we will talk to you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com. Not a sloucher, working her abs off. Yep. Right after that last show. People love it when we fight. Did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) They do.